Welcome to Because Mom Said So. We're the same moms you have grown to love, but with a new twist. Join us each week as we talk about topics related to motherhood, womanhood, and everything in between. Hi, I'm Holly. Mom of three, William, Nia, and EJ. And I'm Jill, mom of three, Kendall, Riley, and Charlotte. I'm Kelly, mom of three, Brooke, Joshua, and Paige. And I'm Melissa, mom of two, Maddie and Mackenzie. And I got a new puppy. Uh, so happy. I love puppies. You and your little menagerie. We should have gotten her sister. Oh, Aww. go back and get it's her. Too late. I called the next day and she was gone. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been cute to have them yeah, together. Right? I agree. Right? I know. I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. But oh, I got to tell you this really fun thing that I got to do a couple nights ago. I got to watch a dance competition. Oh, yeah? Fun. No way. Did you go to it? You got to go to one? No. So um, I, Jenna, from our studio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I talked to her all the time. She had her first dance competition. So she sent me the link. And then we went to dinner at Tanya's house. So Maddie and I were watching it from my phone. Well, good. I'm glad you got to go to a, comp- a dance competition, at least virtually visit one. That yeah, was so fun. I miss it, you guys. I don't know about you. How do you feel about it? God, I don't. Oh, I miss it so much. And it's so funny because it's, yeah. it, I so do. And what's really cool is like Jenna loves her kids so much. And I love her kids so much because I'll FaceTime and she'll show me dances. And um, I surprised them with a pizza party the other day. Um, because the, her kids are so awesome, but she's such a good teacher. Like we need more teachers like that, which there are a lot of good yeah. dance teachers, but she oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think if you took a survey of how many nice dance teachers compared to not so nice, the nice would totally outweigh. Absolutely. The, you know what I mean? Like I think 90% of dance teachers are amazing. Well, thank goodness. And, and I'm not saying any of the ones we mm-hmm. have had weren't. I'm just saying I think that's the nature of that industry. You don't do it if you don't love your kids and love dance. Do you know? I've been doing a clubhouse. I don't know if you guys know what clubhouse is. I know Holly's on it. And actually, I was going to invite you next week. But once a week, we've been doing a clubhouse talk. It's like two of us moms that are dance, you know, uh, little boss baby Brody's mom and me, Blake McGrath, a boy named Sam, who I love. He's a dance teacher. We just do a clubhouse for an hour about dance. And it's so much oh, fun. Oh, that's cool. Is it a podcast? What is it? What's a clubhouse? I can't really explain it. It's like a- it's a it's a social media app. So they have rooms, and you go in, and you can pop in and out of rooms for conversations. And different people can host rooms, and it's amazing when you're in the room. Some the people who are in there, and just like the amount of knowledge, you just like a fly on a wall. You sit there and you listen. I love yeah. it. Good for you. All this conversation about dance brings us to our topic today, which was so funny that we struggled a little bit initially thinking about what topic we're going to talk about because this was intimidating for all of us. We're talking about competition dance versus recreation dance. So I I think we feel that pressure, which is so funny that as dance moms, we were a little hesitant to jump right (laughs) into this conversation. But like you said, Holly, like our thoughts and our feelings doesn't make it true or right or wrong. So you just kind of want to direct people and, and maybe we can just give our experience in recreation versus competitive dance because we've all done both I mean our kids started out recreational and then I think all of our kids because they were babies immediately were thrown into competitive Uh, dance 
right? Is that how it happened with you guys? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it's basically, you know, if you're going to stay in dance, especially, well, at our studio, you kind of were pushed into it, even at a young age. Yeah, if you didn't, that sometimes there wasn't even like a class for a recreational kid at a certain age, because mm-hmm. 90% of them were in the competition team. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about this? How did you get your girls involved in dance? Let's start from the very beginning. God. I'll tell you why I did mine. So when Maddie was two, Kenzie was just four months, I always wanted to wear a tutu, but my parents couldn't afford to send me to dance class. So I'm like, I am sending my kids to dance. I just wanted them to wear cute costumes. And that is the reason. <laughs> I, isn't that funny? I wanted to dress up. My, I love to dress up my kids like dolls. No, you know? I, I think a lot of moms kind of do that. Like, you know, I never got the opportunity to do something. So I really want to make sure my children have that opportunity. I, I get that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all want more for our children than we ever had. Absolutely. What about you, Jill? Was that the reason why you got your girls? No. Were all three involved in dance or just two? They were all three involved oh, in I dance. Didn't know that. And my dance, well, it came from my sister, my older sister. She had older children and they danced. And I went to all their dance competitions. You guys, I've been going to dance competitions for a really, really, really long time. I never knew your niece danced. Yeah, my niece is in mid-30s, and she danced at five years old. So I've been doing this for years, and she went right into competitive dance. So I knew my kids would go into dance, but I really think watching Kara dance and Kylie, Kylie was a little ballerina. So that's why I got my kids into it. And I don't think you plan on... I want them to compete. It just evolves. Tell the story about Charlotte and her tights. I love that you remember that. And it's it's true. And to this day, I think Charlie regrets not sticking with dance. But Riley loved it and took to it. And Charlotte didn't, you know. And she had these little chubby legs. And, you know, every one day a week when we'd go to ballet class, because that's where they all start at two or three years old in ballet. She hated putting her tights on. And I used to have to bribe her. She's like, Mom, I hate it. It was like a fight getting that kid's tights on. So Charlie danced until she was about six. And then my husband took her out on the tennis court, and she was this amazing little athlete. So I'm like, okay, well, that's your thing. That's good. Yeah, she's such an athlete. You know, so she went on to be a great athlete and tennis player, but... She really fussed about the tutus and the tights when Riley loved it. And then eight years later, Kendall came along and she kind of just was thrown into it too because she was a little baby in my arms when I was sitting at dance class with with Riley all the time. That's cute. That's my story. What's yours, Hall? Honestly, for me, I, I did dance when I was younger. I don't think competition dance existed when I was like, to me, I don't remember competition dance existing when I was younger. We just had recreation dance. Vicky Shear was my dance teacher. And isn't that hilarious to go to a dance competition when Neo is little and to see Vicky Shear and to know that she has a dance competition? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And when when she saw me, that was like one of the funniest 
experiences because Love it. she was surprised. And she remembered you. She did. And she was horrified because she was afraid that I would have some <laughs> memories of my dance experience. She wanted to make sure I wasn't traumatized. Yes. Really? That's crazy. <laughs> She's like, you're okay, right? Oy. Oy, she was oy, a oy. tough cookie. Oh, yeah, yes, she was. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, seriously, when she saw me, it was like you could, deer in the headlights, like, oh, my gosh. Is she like, is she normal? Is she like, you know, having like a traumatic She didn't know if it was going to be a love just... or a hate relationship that you maybe had gotten with her. She did not know. And you know, for some of our kids, being in a stressful environment, that is a very real thing. So I'm not making light of it. It is a very real thing to have that kind of traumatic experience and then feel their, you know, that panic and the stress when you see someone that remind you of something like that but for me my I had very fond memories of dance and I wanted my daughter to have the same kind of yeah experience it was just like dance was any other after-school activity I was a working mom she was involved in probably like 10 other after-school activities from drums to martial arts to painting she did like so many different things this was just one of many we ended up at the dance company or at our dance studio really because it was right up the street it right. was convenience. It was it was proximity. It was a location. It, I did not know anything about the reputation of the studio. It didn't make a difference to me. It was just like, mm, another active. And I think dance is really good oh. for spatial awareness, problem solving. Absolutely. Working with others, like that stage presence, confidence building. Like those were the things. Organization. Absolutely. Those were the things I was looking for. And you got it. it. And I was just wanting my kids in a tutu. Boy, haul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know me, overachiever. I want to get my return on my investment. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Kelly? What were you interested in? I don't know. I mean, I just, I danced since I was two and so did my sister. So we, and we did competition right away. So we never did any other sports or anything. So I really didn't know anything else. So it was like when I had girls, it was kind of just like, built into me to just have them dance too, because that's all I ever did. And how long did Josh dance for? Only like one or two years. Oh, okay. But that was just for the same reason, like we Jill were the, said, you were there. Kendall. She was there all the time. Like Josh was there. He would sit and run around the studio and drive me crazy. I'm like, I might as well pay for him to go into class. At least he'll be doing something rather than be sitting upstairs just watching. So that was the only reason why. And then he was like, Mom, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm playing hockey. <laughs> and he was so cute, though. His little like. Oh, I bet that was great for oh. him. Does he? You don't have any regrets. Putting your girls or or your son oh, in no, it. Oh no, not at all. No, I don't either. No, I, I think no, every young child should take some form of physical dance, whether it's gymnastics or dance or yoga or even tai chi. I don't know all the names of those, but it's so great for them, Holly, for all the reasons you said: organization, self discipline. My kids needed the discipline. To have a teacher say, sit down and wait your turn. You know, they she'd yeah, in gymnastics, they'd make I, all the kids line up and sit on the beam. I mean, they were three, but that's hard for a child to sit still with their yeah. hands in their lap at three years old. So it, it was great. Yeah. For sure. Oh, absolutely. And my boys took dance through school. Like all of my kids, the school we went to that they attended, they had dance as part of their curriculum. So that that's was what, all through middle I school. Didn't know so that. that was part of their experience. That's yeah, awesome. it was a great experience. I mean, 
So I had this whole affinity for dance because I do think it has a, a purpose. And when we got rid of dance in the middle school for a few years to kind of appease some parents, mm-hmm. um, what we noticed was a, a decline, even on, this, on the athletic teams, with spatial awareness and some other discipline like you re- referenced. And so we brought dance back. And it just, there's, there's a lot to be said for the benefits of dance. And William took, I think, one tap class because he had expressed interest in tap because- I could see that, oh my God. My father-in-law, his brother was a tap dancer. And he taps way until like his late 80s and everything. Wow. And so it was a really, the dan- part of the dancing demons. It was it. the cutest thing to have. He was a little duet partner, it's really cool. And then um, Mia told him he wasn't very good and that was the end of his, <laughs> his tap career Oh, was she over. was a harsh critic, huh? Oh, well, Mia. Yeah, she was. That's she what was siblings do. <laughs> Well, it, it's nice to have a home gym, and with, with COVID and everybody staying in, we kind of made a section in our basement into a home gym. Oh! Mm-hmm. It's been great because, you know, Riley will come over, and people, and, and Kate, <laughs> her fiance, they'll come over and work out. So, I you know, I love to have everybody over. So it's like the Vertez gym. It is. I got to start charging a membership. Mm. You know, it's no secret that we're all juggling a lot these days. Families, budgets, not to mention the emotional baggage of last year. So it's been tough for kids with wacky school schedules and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and we've all heard and read about the amazing benefits of yoga, you know, for better strength and flexibility. And how we talked about it before, mental focus. You know, it's like mind and body, they go together. So it's great to get everybody back hate to say in the gym but you know back to health working out feeling good about yourself you download bulldog online and you can take yoga classes anywhere in your home anytime they have all different levels of classes they have fabulous music and you don't really need a home gym you can do it in your bedroom that is so important that what you just said is that i think so often people feel like they have to invest so much in their fitness to get started. Well, really, if you do yeah. Bulldog Online, you can, you can start right now. You don't have to wait to buy any fancy equipment, fancy clothes. Just bring yourself a mindset. And honestly, I don't know about everyone else, but I found that while being at home during COVID, I, I put on a few pounds. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I found a few also. I found some along the way. And I'm like, you know what? I, I want to take care of me. And it's not even so, so much about the weight. It's about I want to be my best self. And I found by using Bulldog Online, I can really, it's like a reset for me. Classes range from 12 to 60 minutes. There is something for everyone. And so you can start at any level. And only you know what your level is. And you can do it in the privacy of your own home. There's no judgment. No one's looking at you. It's for your own personal fitness journey. Try your first 30 days free at bulldogonline.com. That's bulldogonline.com. Use the code MOM for an additional 50% off your first paid month. Again, that's bulldogonline.com, coupon code MOM. Do you know, 
I can tell, can, I know you girls can too, but I could tell a dancer. Mm, Even when they're not dancing because of how, like, when, just how they act and how It's their port-a-bra. That's the word. You, it's how they hold their themselves. It's how they present their themselves to people and others. But not not even that. Like, how they could do, figure oh, really? stuff out right. quickly. And, you know, yeah. Like, when I'm on, um, like on a job with the girls and you could see someone, how, like, they are. And I'm like, are you a dancer? I don't know what it is, but... I could kind of pick out a dancer. Oh, that's interesting. Yours is cognitive and Jill's is physical. Oh, I yes. like that. I'm going to pay closer like attention to that. Like even someone walking or or their instep. You know, if it's a, 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 a young lady and she has long legs and a really great instep, I'm like, you were a dancer, weren't you? And they're like, yeah, how'd you know? It's so funny. Yeah. How it how it forms your, your body. That's so funny. I went and got a massage yesterday and the guy said to me, were you a dancer? See? Or, or are you a dancer? And I'm like, yeah, like 40 years ago. And I'm like, why do you ask? He's like, we can just, t- you can tell by the way your feet turn out and, you know, the arch of your foot and the, the way your muscles move. That's so funny. Wow. Like, that's so weird. Like, I mean, I was laying there face down and just him rubbing my muscles, he could tell that I was a dancer. Muscle memory. Yeah. Whenever I see Brittany Pent, like in a picture or something, she just has this oh my God. thing about her. feet her. are amazing. She has the most beautiful feet. Oh, my and God. She just poses yeah. so pretty. And yeah. and, that, and it's not like, I can, it's just so no, weird. No, think of, a, I think our girls are good posers, too. And I think they learned how to in dance class. You know, the bevel yeah. and the, you know, yeah. all of it. My kids don't bevel anymore. Mine don't either. I swear to God, mine, like, mine make it, like, they turn their feet in on purpose now just oh. because they're like, oh, yeah. I swear I to think, God they do. I think if they thought I about swear. it and someone said pose like a dancer, that's what they would do. Well, yeah. I mean, if they yeah. were at, like, at, um, like, a formal dance or something like that, they would pose. But when they're taking their normal pictures, I think oh. they are, that's in the back of their head, like, oh, gosh, let me turn my feet in <laughs> just to piss people off. Oh, wait. Kenzie does it. <laughs> Have you ever, I don't know if this is just me, I... But you are talking about all the beautiful things about dancers. I find as a whole, not all, so dancers out there, don't come at me. I find that a lot of dancers are not graceful in real life, and they're actually fairly clumsy. <laughs> like like yeah. they just kind of, um, like they could do any kind of combination, and they can dance beautifully on stage, but just like maybe walking down the street, they're tripping over their feet, or just like a little clumsy. Just a little I like clumsy. that. I'm like that. And I think my girls are like that as far as like, if I go to a wedding and everybody's up dancing, I don't dance and neither do my kids. We don't like freeform dance. Like it's like, (laughs) I need somebody to choreograph a dance for me to get out there and do it because that's how I've danced my whole life. I never did just go out and dance. Well, it was learned. You know, the dancers who don't have natural... So like if they, they play the electric slide or something, I'll go out and do it. But if it's just a normal song, <laughs> I won't go out and dance because I don't know the steps. Oh, Nobody that's taught me funny. the steps. <laughs> that is funny. So how, Hall, let's... Um, when did you guys decide to move into competition dance, competitive dance? Well, for Nia, that was all Nia's thing. Because like I said, I had no idea. I don't know if Kelly remembers this at the studio because I really wasn't around that often like I was in recreation dance with Nia for the longest time and it felt like Paige and Chloe and Brooke were on like a different track because they would they had like one or two classes that overlap but then Nia also had a whole different set of classes that 
your girls were not a part of because Nia was in a recreation track and um, she just wanted to be like the older uh, girls. She wanted a solo. And the only way you could get a solo yeah. was if you were a part it's of the competition, competition team. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about that. And I just said, oh, well, we, let's see how we can get a solo for you. And I remember approaching a teacher and being told, like, oh, if you go to competition, it will take over your life. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Smart so advice. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I think I have ever heard in my entire life. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, lady. Okay, Holly. Now like, you look back, you need to tell her, oh, I should have listened. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Exactly. Right. That was no the best idea. truth anybody told you, right? True, true. I mean, Nia was about five or six. It'll take over your, your life and your checkbook. And, yes, yeah. and my career and everything else. <laughs> exactly. My kids were, um, Maddie went to a ballet company. Yeah, my, my older girls were there too for a little bit. Riley was. And then they actually continued to teach Maddie McKenzie private ballets at oh, our house. nice. That's very um, nice. Really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. But Maddie was five and Kenzie was five when they both started. Oh my gosh. I remember when you first started, Melissa. I remember seeing... Seeing you at the dance recital with Maddie. I remember Brooke's foot. Yeah. Was yeah. that the first year when her foot was, your husband ran over her foot? Yeah. Oh, God. That was a disaster. I think Aww. that was the first year I was, because Maddie was maybe five we, then? That is so funny. Her foot got ran over because we were leaving a dance competition. We left a dance competition and she won like Miss Petite Dance of America or whatever. Oh, that's so cute. And we went to the country club to celebrate. And while we were waiting for our dinner, Randy took them out on the golf cart. And, like, I waited, sat and waited for the meals. And he came back and he's like, what fell off the golf cart? I'm like, oh, she's fine, you know. She wasn't even bleeding. He's like, no, I think we need to go to the doctors. God, that was, like, such a traumatic thing. I mean, she was two years with a thing on. She couldn't dance. Nothing. It was terrible. But that's what we were doing. We were leaving a dance competition to celebrate. Wait, she wow. missed two years of dance. Well, she could dance a little bit. She had to wear, what are they, those socks? Aww. Compression sock. Like a compression sock for two years. Oh, wow. She was carrying Mackenzie around. That's when she started to carry Kenzie around. Yeah. Kenzie was itty bitty and Brooke was so sweet and she just kept coming up to us and talking to us. I just remember how itty bitty she was and she would yeah. pick Kenzie up and carry her around. And That's cute. What was your favorite part about the actual competition day? I found them very stressful, you know, because you put so much time and, and not just, of course, me, but your kids and time and energy and money away from home, away from the rest, away from their dad. I, I love I it, it and I miss it. was just watching them perform because you, you finally got to see that finished product of all the work that you did to get there you know looking back my most fun experience of dance um just like at competitions like seven springs like greg would come to all the competitions and sit outside the door because kenzie would just run out to go to the bathroom and he always worried someone was going to steal her but um he would always all the dads that would come they would like set up little camps for the girls but then all the girls set up camps you know, for lunch and everybody sat together. Yeah, that's fun. And it was so fun, like to see the little girls and the big girls and just get together and just the love that they had for each other was really awesome. Yeah, the camaraderie of a dance competition when you're in a team and the group dances and everybody getting their hair and makeup just right. I did love that, but I the, mm-hmm. the whole day was stressful. I had sure. two girls in competitive dance and it was 
busy. Like I didn't sit much at all. But Kel, you know that. You guys know that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I had two too, and it was very stressful. And and Nia would come sometimes by herself um, on a Friday because Holly was always working. And Nia was so learned to be so independent at such a young age. And I think that's really what she learned. Right, Hall? She was so independent. I agree. I think that was her the greatest lesson that she learned from dance is just learning how to be independent because I wasn't there. And to be honest with you, I didn't really enjoy competition dance. I did not find it fun. I thought, just like Jill, it was incredibly stressful. I didn't have two girls. I wasn't even there all the time initially. I just didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't grow up with it. I understood you know, sports competitions, my boys were involved in sports. I got that. I understood that. I love dance. So for me, it was a disconnect because I love to watch people perform. So that was the best part of it was watching my child perform. Yeah. But there was an underlying stress and you could see it on my face that she was going to mess up. And then that was going to be like a yeah. huge disaster and she was going to get yelled at. And she would feel awful. Whereas if she was just performing just for the sake of performing, it has a different Just because nuance. you love to do it. Just because you have a passion. I think recreation dance is you're dancing just because you love to dance. And competition, I think when you take it to the competition level, it almost starts to become a job or work because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to perfect it and everything. Where at recreation, you're just doing it because you love it and you don't have to be perfect and, you know, like. I don't know. I agree with you girls. Like I, I mean, now that you're saying all this, I'm like, I wish they could have done just like a couple of times a month and just performed with other dance studios. Mm -hmm. And you know, nowadays you can actually not get, you can tell the competition, you don't want the trophies and they donate them. And I think that's, I think that's really cool. Cause Jenna says, I never take my trophies. I donate them. God, I have a whole attic full of them. <laughs> I, I do too. But you guys remember at the end of our seasons from Dance Moms, we were not taking trophies. Remember, we were leaving the plaques and trophies. We're like, I, I mean, I could not yeah. put another one in a suitcase and bring that. Yeah. I remember just leaving them all there for them to mm-hmm. um, reuse. reuse or donate or whatever. That was still one of the things that Nia really valued were the trophies. And even though they, it wasn't the because they were worth anything. It was just because I think for she her, earned it. it she earned it. Her, it meant yeah. something to her because she constantly was told you're not good enough. And yeah. was told all the negative things. And that's what people constantly looked for. Were like the negative when there were so many other positive things to be, to be recognized. So a trophy still meant a lot to her. Sure. I think now her relationship with dance is totally different rather than, the comp looking at it from a competition versus a recreation. But I think there are things you get from competition dance that you can't get from recreation dance. Sure. I mean, it's more, it, of course it's, you, you dance a lot more yes. and you do have that, you know, competitive. You definitely get you. better training. Yes. If you're in competition, at least at our studio, you know, like you got a downgrade of teaching. I think if you weren't in competition, I mean, I don't want that to sound wrong, but, you know, I, I don't know if they just didn't pay attention to you as close or didn't make as many corrections because it was, it didn't matter, I guess. I guess for competition dance, the issue for me was, and I should joke about this, I'm paying to be aggravated. I had this- <laughs> That's the truth. 
I've heard you say that before, Hall. Because I, I said it many times. And yeah, I st- you're right. I cannot believe I'm paying to be aggravated right now, and that would make me even more aggravated. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that was it. There were just so many layers to competition dance. And well, I- let me let me just let me go on record as saying, you know, it, it was stressful and aggravating and busy and expensive. However, I don't have any regrets. And the best thing in the world, and you guys will agree is watching your kid on stage for those two minutes. I mean, everything goes away when you see them shining, doing what they love on on stage in front of people and, you know, performing. So the performance was my favorite part yeah. of dance competitions. I love the group dances. I oh, like I love group dances. Group dances, loved like it. when the big girls, like, all, like I just loved when they were all on stage together. Yeah. and Because they had a thing. I love, like, you know, Kendall and Maddie did a lot of duets together, and they had a thing. They could look in each other in the eyes, Yeah, and they had a thing. Just like Nia and, Nia and Kenzie were duet partners forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know. I loved the big production numbers. Me now, too. when I came to you guys... Your studio, Abby's studio, was a little bit smaller than the one I came from, but oh mm-hmm. my God, our old studios. Yeah, your production numbers were crazy. Oh, oh my God. They would go on for 10 minutes, but the kids yeah. loved it. And at the time, my kids were little, so they got to run out in front of all the big kids doing the turns and the stuff in the back. Oh, that was heaven. They drive little cars. They, they, We did, you know, little... <laughs> I loved that. I used to count their names, like your studio, when they did a production number. I would go, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 eight. Yeah. And there'd be yeah. like 75 kids in this one number. They'd I'm let like, everybody do it. But it was a it was a moneymaker for the studio, mm-hmm. for the competition. Oh, 30 bucks a pop? And Ooh. that's what I think people, if someone could say, what do you think about competitive dance? I think it's great, but it's a racket. It's a business. Remember, Jill? You paid $2,000, like, you would pay, you're like, I Every competition. $2,000. And she goes, I can't afford, I'm like, I can't afford, can't afford that. that. What, yeah. Some months, we do three a month, every other weekend. <gasps> I'm like, I, I can't spend 10 grand a month on dance. On dance, yeah. To get a 25 cent trophy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. You figured out how to make it work. Yeah, don't tell anybody. That's, like, embarrassing. But I... <laughs> We won't tell anybody. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. a secret. I know. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> but I think that's, and that's one of the things that was problematic for me because there were so many, I think, talented kids who were in recreation dance who who couldn't afford yeah. competition dance. And I think it's prohibitive. And does it have to be prohibitive to get that kind of training? I don't know. I think there there's an elitism that's not just based on the talent, I think there's elitism because of, do you have the, the resources? And not just money, but time. the time. time. Because, yeah. because as, a, as a mom who worked, and I'll go back to, and I had a great village of moms, like you guys were great, taking mm-hmm. care of Nia. And my, my in-laws would take Nia after school to bring her to dance. Yep. But a lot of people can't do that. Like it, I, that is prohibitive because I just didn't have the time and the luxury to be able to to bring her to dance. And we had the um, carpool, and you know that was I was so grateful for that because then I could mm-hmm. spend time with my husband. You know, yeah, right, right. So those are things that just to keep in mind. And I always had an issue too with looking at the lack of diversity in competition dance. Especially, oh my goodness. that was very problematic for me. Yeah, yeah. I, and a hard thing to reconcile because I know there are a lot of talented 
kids of color, black girls, and you just did not see them. Did not see them at competitions. And I'm like, that is a problem. Yeah. I don't remember any um, other kids of color except Nia. Here and there, there would be kids, and Nia was always excited when other kids joined, but you didn't see people necessarily saying long term. And you did have, we, saw, we did have some um, Asians, some Latinas, but not very many here and there, very few black children. Um, in our studios, but definitely even other studios, when you would go to competitions, you just did not. So it wasn't just something pertaining to our studio. I think it's a, a, a more pervasive issue. Nothing feels more transportive when I'm stuck indoors than watching brilliant TV from across the pond. Oh, I love that from across the pond. I love it. That sounds nice and warm and cozy, doesn't it? Yeah. Have my hot cocoa. And- it does. And and picture it. I mean, we all curl up at night and put on our favorite shows. Exactly. I mean, there's nothing else to do this time of year and with COVID, everything's keeping us in. One of my greatest pastimes during COVID has been watching television and I'm not a huge TV watcher I have to admit but I have really enjoyed watching getting caught up on different episodes and one of my favorite streaming services right now is Acorn TV and I tell so many of my friends like and they don't know about it I'm like what you don't know about Acorn TV oh I love it I love it tell our listeners all about it you have to check it out you'll really enjoy it and it's different from not not knocking any other streaming service but the 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 stories are different so you're you're a fan of Acorn TV which is a streaming service rooted in British television is that right yes it's like watching British TV but from the comfort of your American home it is so cool so basically if you're a fan of quirky British comedy then the other one is a must watch. It follows two sisters from very different worlds who had no idea the other existed until their father drops dead. And for you Downton Abbey fans out there, the other one features a hilarious performance from beloved Siobhan Finneran. Oh, David Tennant and Tandy Newton have been in a bunch of them too. Oh my gosh. You get thousands of hours of new refreshing content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just five dollars and 99 cents a month oh my gosh that's a bargain i watch it on my apple tv it's the simplest thing i hooked it up in my like family room it's streams right through my apple tv and it's like it's seamless it wasn't difficult and if you like british comedy which i do like their sense of humor it is so much fun and it just is a different take on the world and a different point of view and it's a great escape i i enjoy it immensely So you can escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use our promo code MOM. That's acorn, A-C-O-R-N dot T-V, code MOM, to get your first 30 days for free. the older girl who danced for Abby and Abby talked about her forever. I talking about Asma Rep? Oh, I, I keep in touch with Asma Rep. Do you? One of Nia's greatest wishes was to one day meet Asma Rep because we heard about Asma Oh, you Rep never met her? I thought you guys knew her. Isn't that? Oh, so she was that much older than all of us yeah, and our kids. Yeah. Got it. So when we were in London 
and a couple years ago, three years ago, and I had communication with Asmeret's mother because she was my nurse at when, when I was having surgery on my arm or something like that. And she's like, you'll never, she's like, I want to introduce myself to you. And she introduced her like, look, you're Asmeret's mother. Oh, that's like, so cool. <laughs> and so she gave me her contact information. So we had exchanged just like on social media or email or something. And then we were in London and I knew Asmeret was in London. And I was like, we're here. She was performing Dream Girls in the West End. And that's where Nia met her. And it was just such an incredible, you talk about iconic Aww. moment to have that kind of relationship with someone you've heard so much about. Like, Asma was a legend. Yeah. And she's yeah. still performing. She's so talented, so encouraging. And she gave she gave so much time to Nia. And she still does. I keep in touch with her. And she's a she's a hoot. She's absolutely wonderful. But that's Asma, great. that's what you're that's talking about. That's a great about. story. That's a success story yeah. right there. Fan question. This one comes from Emma Fagan973. Do you think that moving on from recreation dance to, comp- to competitive dance changed your child's perception of class? Did it become more work instead of play? Oh, that's a great question. I think so. That is a really good question. I have to say, I think my kids were too young to really see that it was either work or play. I just think that they love to be with their friends. So they like to be at dance more. Um, I know, I think that they enjoyed it more instead of going one day a week, going four days, sometimes five. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I, to be honest with you, I don't think my girls recall because they were little when they were recreational dancers. All they know is competitive dance. You know what I mean? From their mind of how long they've been dancing their whole lives, they've always been competing. Um, But they don't have any regrets. And it's funny, I mentioned earlier, except for Charlotte, who really, really, it was a battle to get her to go to dance. So I thought, why am I forcing this child? And I think she she regrets it a little bit. You know, she saw Riley go on to college and dance and Kendall and everything she's doing, and she'll go on to college and dance. And Charlie didn't stick with tennis. In college, she cho- well, she right. chose not to. She, she could but, have because she was amazing. Yeah. It's interesting. I saw this question, and it's and there were so many great questions. I bet people sent in some really mm-hmm. good questions, but this one spoke to me because I didn't realize it until Nia, maybe like a, a couple years ago. And Nia wrote her book, Today I Dance, which is just a picture book. And she said, I wrote it, and because it was therapeutic for her, because it reminded her why she loved dance. And it all, it just brought back, she thought back to her first memories of dance. Before she was doing competition dance, just like putting on her shoes. she loved it. Why she loved it. Why she wanted to dance. And so, because I'm sure your your girls get these questions, do you you still dance? And it took Nia some time. And she talks about this now. She's like, I needed time away from dance because I had to find my passion again. Because yeah. competition yeah, dance, it. yes, it takes so much out of you. Lost it along the way, and now she dances just for the joy of dancing, for expression. And I think she's a better dancer be- because it absolutely because you feel it exactly because you, that yeah. feeling's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Speaking of of children's books, I was racking my brain just now, Holly. Do you remember Angelina Ballerina? 
Oh, yeah. The Little yes. Mouse. And that's what yes. Nia's book, you talking about it, reminds me of. My kids love that book. They couldn't read, but they knew every, from the picture, every <laughs> line in those. And that reminds me of it. The the beauty, yeah. the, the heartfelt of putting your shoes on and hanging up your tutu and, you know, looking at it and waiting for your dance class every day. I do love that. Those are the memories that she loved and somehow kind of lost along the way. Although she always loved and continues to speak very highly of the relationships with the older girls. There is something with that mentorship that is so important and I think was fostered very well at our studio. And so that's that's, great. That's great. That's good. And there's nothing like watching our girls perform on stage. That I had to, I, I was I'm sorry, I've been thinking a while here while I was listening to you ladies, and I was like, you know what my favorite part? Watching our girls on stage. And I will, to this day, I will yeah. tell people there is mm-hmm. nothing like watching them live on stage. There's some kind yeah. of chemistry. Yeah. And you can see it on yeah. television, on video, to watch them on stage perform. Oh, I just got chills thinking about it. Some of those yeah. movements, beautiful. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I agree. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. part. Mom failed. My mom fails very obvious for competition dance. I would fail that tremendously. I, you would not want to come to me for any kind of technical information about <laughs> competition <laughs> dance. I disagree. I disagree. You're hard on yourself, Holly. You were a great dance mom. And you're the one that yes. the kids come to when they needed someone to talk to. Emotional support. Yeah. And you're the one that used to like... I try to calm everybody down and be like, it's all going to be okay. Hair or lipstick. Yeah. So I'm like the emotional team mascot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So um, that's what it is. I'm emotional support for the team. I'm more than happy to provide that because that is, that is my thing. I can, and I will say because competition dance it's stressful and it doesn't always bring out the best in any of us. There is a need. There is a there's a role for that sometimes. Uh, at a dance competition. All the time there was a role. <laughs> Thank God for Holly. Jeez. My kids used to always go to Kelly in the beginning. They're like, yeah. uh, Kelly, and how about Maddie staring at Kelly when she did her makeup? Oh my god, oh, she yes. used to like watch me. That's so cute. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. Like all the time, Maddie. She'd be was like, like <gasps> watching. Why are you doing that? And look how, how amazing Maddie is at makeup now. I mean, I know now. Kelly, I need her to do mine. You need you need ten percent. You need a management yeah. fee of of Maddie's exactly. makeup skills. She would watch yep. you too, though, Jill. I mean, remember in your apartment, she would be yeah, like, Yeah, we loved it. Well, because I had all my stuff. My kitchen table was our, our vanity. I'm like, come on, girls, mm-hmm. and we'd all play. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my. Before we sign off, what is the best advice you could give someone who's thinking between recreation dance or competition dance, like, like a takeaway? I would say no matter which one you do, don't let your kids lose the love of dance oh i agree good, kelly that's, that's a good that one kelly it. that's it just right as long as they're dancing it doesn't have to be as long as they're having fun yeah. and enjoying oh, it i love that kel that's like perfect right i now. agree i agree I, I second that thank you for joining us for another episode of because mom said so Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. 
You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.